0: Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Studen, and welcome to the podcast discussing laxity of ligament and alteration of motion segment integrity. Now, those two terms are not mutually inclusive. uh, If you start with laxity of ligament and then AOMSI to determine a whole body impairment rating. Now, when we look at that, you have to understand the physiology behind it. Now, why would you do or determine if in fact there was laxity of ligament. Now, again, remember, laxity of ligament, before I get to why, laxity of ligament is about connective tissue pathology. That's what laxity of ligament is. Has the ligament been destroyed at at some level or damaged or pathological? And that goes to strain sprain, okay? And actually, it's sprain which which discusses the ligament. And you've got three categories of sprain primary, secondary, and tertiary. Primary meaning fibers have overstretched and certain fibers start to pop. Secondary is partial tear, and tertiary is avulsion. Now, we know through the literature that all three categories are permanent. They just are. Now, did I say all three categories render a significant amount of impairment? No, because pathology and impairment are two separate issues. And when you're looking at AOMSI, Alteration Emotion Segment Integrity, that is the AMA Guides to Evaluation of Permanent Impairment 5th and 6th Editions designation of an impairment rating. And when you hit a certain threshold, you'll get between a 25 and a 28% whole person impairment on the 5th edition and varying degrees of impairment on the 6th edition, and I'm not going to get into the differences between the two. But you have to understand that an impairment rating is really a designation for a legal proceeding or a disability rating for someone who's going to be disabled. And again, at the end of the day, it's a legal designation. Laxity of ligament is a state of pathology, just like a fractured bone or uh, cut on a skin or, or, or a tumor. It's a state of pathology, and you have to be able to understand the bo- uh, the difference between the both. Now, why would you determine if someone has uh, any of those designations? Well first, it all comes down to a piece of technology called x-ray digitizing. You can use CAT scans or MRIs, but really you should be using x-rays because if you get the clearest delineation uh, of the cortex of the bone where well, you could define the outlines. And there's technology being developed, and we're working on that as other companies, and we actually pioneered the research uh, through the State University of New York at Buffalo um, School of Biomechanical Engineering. And we supported uh, a PhD candidate uh, to actually determine a deep learning system, meaning is it accurate for the computer to determine or actually plot the points in the vertebra to make these determinations? And we were published on that in 2018, so we know it's accurate, and uh, we're actually trying to create at the moment a commercial application for that, and we're in the middle of doing that. But when you look at laxity of ligament, that's the precursor for alteration of motion segment integrity to determine if, in fact, you have an impairment rating. Now, you've got to go back to the literature, and you've got to look, is ligament damage, permanent, or transient. Is it permanent or transient? And it goes back to collagen and elastin formation in the neonite with fibroblasts. And then when it hits puberty, it goes dormant. And then with trauma, those fibroblasts reactivate and only collagen can be created and not elastin. Now, the words are wonderful and you need to understand it, but you really need to viscerally understand this. You need to be expert in this, because if you're not expert, It's the old Cairo one step, two step. You know 10% and profess to know 100%. And that is a kiss of death for your future as an expert. So I strongly urge you to go to teachdoctors.com and take two courses, Connective Tissue Pathology and Spinal Trauma Pathology. Those two courses will tell you in depth what that means um, and, and explain everything about that. Then when you're going to look at what a uh, bio-mechan- bio-neuromechanical lesion does to the human body, which is also known as vertebral subluxation, and I could give a rat's ass what you call it, um, but if you look at those lesions, you have to understand this also. So go to the same teachdoctors.com and take primary spine care, anything after primary spine care five, we're up to our ninth one. So primary spine care five, six, seven, eight, or 9 We'll teach you exactly what that does from a spinal biomechanical engineering perspective to the whole body. Then, I urge you to go back to the SaintTeachDoctors.com and take spinal biomechanical engineering to help learn how to analyze that. I mean, it's just so important to understand the totality of everything and have the credentials behind you. Because laxity of ligament will, in fact, um, render a whole body impairment to some degree, if it's gone past the threshold. And when you look at the literature, and I'm not gonna get into literature standards during this conversation, but there's very specific literature that gives you normal sagittal tolerances of ligament involvement in two planes. So therefore, it'll give you normal versus pathological, and now you could start determining laxity of ligament pathology and consider that diagnosis. Now, when you want to apply that to an impairment rating, well, then you you, you can only eyeball a certain amount. You can't eyeball the whole thing. So you need to use an x-ray digitizing software that's accurate. And there's not a whole lot of accurate ones out there at the moment. So you've got to be very careful to use the right ones. And if you want to give me a jingle, I'll share that with you. Now, one of the things I do is I teach and consult and guide. i a coach. I let people know how to create an, an admissible infrastructure uh, by giving people a playbook and then chatting with them and guiding them through it to help you understand where this fits into your practice and where your practice fits into this. If you are ordering x-ray digitizing for the sole purpose of creating an impairment rating, For the sole purpose of busting the Colossus algorithm, which is the insurance company's uh, program to create settlements, then I urge you to do one thing. I beg you to do one thing. Leave our profession. Because you are making it bad for the other doctors who are trying to make accurate diagnoses, prognoses, and treatment plan. And it just so happens there is an impairment rating as well. We do nothing to pander to the plaintiff's attorneys. Nothing zero, zip, not a zilch. You've got to have the documentation behind that because the carriers aren't stupid. Right now, they're out there creating RICO violations, and they're going after doctors, and I have a bunch of them that, I, that I'm communicating with right now that are defending themselves in part because they're, doing, they're ordering tests simply to bust the Colossus algorithm. You don't do that. That's absurd you want an accurate diagnosis prognosis and treatment plan and you are scary good at demonstrably documenting pathology as a sequela of trauma now all of these things and all these fancy words and all of these b- sequelas and uh, it's listen that's what doctors do we make a diagnosis we say can we help you in a prognosis then we come up with a treatment plan And it just so happens part of the prognosis might be an impairment rating. So in fact, if you're doing x-ray digitizing, it really has to be to determine how is it going to change your treatment plan? Is it going to change how you adjust your patient? Is it going to change active care, which means patient, what are they going to do to themselves? Home exercise program. Is it going to change your exercise rehab in your office, your neuromuscular re-education? Is it going to change your referral patterns? How is it going to change what you do? Is it going to make a long-term permanent prognosis? Well, yeah, it can, but then you've got to do something else because if it doesn't change your treatment plan, what's the purpose of doing it? Oh, by the way, like an MRI, you're you ordering um, an MRI to determine if there's a space-occupying lesion, which is causing this pain pattern. And if it's positive, you're going to consider referring to a neurosurgeon to determine if they need surgical intervention. If it's negative, well, it changes your treatment plan. It went from surgical intervention to conservative care, what you do in your office. That guides the dichotomy of your diagnosis of which way you're going to go. So in fact, if you're doing laxity, if you're doing x-ray digitizing for laxity of ligament diagnoses, that's where you need to live. And the... Impairment rating is just what is attached to that laxity of ligament. Now, there is a threshold of laxity of ligament uh, to get a 25% whole person impairment. But based upon current literature, we have created a company. um, uh, It's called Simverta, S Y M V E R T A. If you want to do it yourself, just go to simverta.com. And this is the only program in the world that prorates impairment ratings based upon the literature we come up and and not just the AMA guides but scientific literature it's all literature based and it's it's wonderful and it took us years to be able to develop this and put the literature behind it and automate it and do all the things we need to do it is wonderful and you could do it yourself Um, you're in control of your own diagnosis if in fact you do not want to do it yourself Please call me, we, we work with um, a very specific company that I, I don't want to chat about right now on, the, um, on this podcast, but I'll do it on a different one that we recommend, um, and just call me and I'll, I'll direct you, but you really need to get that diagnosis, you really need to know what's going on. It's very, very, very important. So listen, um, again, you've got to understand the pathology of what you're looking for. You've got to understand the human physiology of collagen and elastin and fibroblasts. You have to be able to understand how to apply an impairment rating. You have to understand how it changes your diagnosis, prognosis, and treatment plan. You now have the ability to prorate or get prorata uh, impairment ratings based upon the literature. There is a lot out there, but again, you had best not be doing this only to pander to a lawyer to bust the Colossus algorithm because I'm going to fight you tooth and nail every inch of the way. There is so much at your fingertips to help you create an accurate diagnosis, prognosis and treatment plan, and I urge you to take full advantage of it. Listen, I'm Mark Student. If you want to call me at 631-786-4253. Again, that's 631-786-4253. Thank you and have a great day.